Today is March 19th, the Feast of St. Joseph. There is a video of Mass for the Solemnity of St. Joseph on our Facebook and parish webpage. But this podcast is the homily for the Feast of St. Joseph. The Gospel is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called the Messiah. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet, Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Matthew's community is in a vulnerable place. It's the year 70 of the Christian era. The temple had been destroyed by the Roman Vespasian. The place where the community was used to gathering for prayer was no longer available. This loss threatened the very foundations of Hebrew faith. It's not unlike the moment in which we find ourselves today, when we can no longer gather together in prayer. In Matthew's Gospel, Jesus taught about a new temple to be built within the heart of each follower. No longer was a huge edifice or a special location needed Rather than focusing on externals, Matthew leads us inward to the heart. As we were reminded on Ash Wednesday, And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, so that they will be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Matthew focuses on the Annunciation to Joseph instead of Mary in order to tell us that this new worldview encompasses something radically different from the old. Our gospel describes Joseph as being a righteous man. We think of righteous as 
being faithful to the law. But we find that in Jesus, God is doing something new. Jesus was often challenged for not obeying the law. So it seems that one can be righteous by not being faithful to the law. Imagine someone using faithfulness to the law in this instance to see Mary stoned to death. The dream calls Joseph to do something even more radical than the private dismissal of his pregnant fiancée. Joseph is called to embrace her pregnancy as an act of the Holy Spirit, which means, among other things, to follow God by not following the law. This is a powerful statement of what it means to follow the living God who is actively at work in the world. Our lives are seriously disrupted right now with the coronavirus crisis response. Could we, with the faith of St. Joseph, be able to say that God can use this time for good? Matthew locates the birth of Jesus at home, not in a stable. This helps us to focus on an inner nativity in the temple of our souls. Like Joseph, we are called to cooperate as dreamer of dreams, following the promptings of the Holy Spirit, regardless of the strange, even scandalous paths we may be called on. We hear about Joseph in today's Gospel. After that, Joseph disappears. His life remains almost totally unknown to us. Our American culture is very much an external culture. We value the public proclamation, the newsworthy article. Doing a good work seems insufficient. Others need to know that I've done this good work. The burning desire for fame is, of course, a manifestation of pride. Ultimately, it's a destructive mindset since no one can ever receive enough acclaim to satisfy the craving for attention or fame or notoriety. Our present mandated social distancing helps us to turn off this desire which is so much a part of us. Henri Nouwen once remarked, one strives to seek the freedom to be hidden from the world, but visible to God. Father James Martin, the Jesuit, tells the story of a master sculptor in one of the great medieval cathedrals of France. The old man spent hours and hours carving the back of a statue of Mary, lovingly finishing the intricate curves and folds of her gown. But, someone asked the sculptor, what's the point? That statue will be placed in a dark niche against the wall where certainly no one will ever see the back of it. God will see it, he answered. <laughs>